The one thing to remember is that it doesn't regulate your cycle, which sometimes people are told that the pill can help regulate the cycle, but it does not do that because you're not going through all the phases of a natural cycle. Welcome back to the PCOS Holistic Coach Podcast with me, Dr. Ami Patel, pharmacist, fellow sister, and coach. This podcast is an easy to listen to resource for your busy on the go life. You will learn how you can live a healthier and happier life with PCOS from real conversations about managing PCOS and the symptoms with amazing guest speakers. So today's topic is all about prescription medications with PCOS. And this is such a broad topic, so we're going to focus on three most commonly prescribed medications with PCOS. That includes metformin, birth control, as well as well as spironolactone. And all of these three medications are not actually indicated for PCOS. And unfortunately, there are no prescription medications that are specifically for PCOS. These medications are originally for other disease states, but they have been shown to have benefits for reasons that I will discuss, and therefore they get prescribed for patients that have PCOS. And so that is considered off-label use of the medication, and all of these medications are prescription. That means that a provider has to write a prescription for it. It could be a doctor, a PA, um, in America, those are the main providers that would write a prescription for you for these medications or a nurse practitioner. So the first medication that I'm gonna be talking about is metformin. So metformin is used off-label, as I mentioned, for insulin resistance. And the way it works is that it helps with increasing insulin sensitivity and decreasing glucose production. So insulin resistance is a really common reason, underlying root cause of PCOS. And so this medication that is typically used for diabetes is sometimes given for PCOS. Um, and if insulin resistance remains unmanaged in PCOS, then people can develop diabetes. And I think the stat that I remember from PCOS Advocacy Day a few weeks earlier um, in the fact sheet they had is that 50% of women that have PCOS will be diagnosed with diabetes before the age of 40. So that's why it's really important to get the insulin resistance managed. And one medication that is sometimes given for that is metformin. And some of the common side effects, oh, sorry. Yeah, so I mentioned it um, works by increasing insulin resistance, I mean, insulin sensitivity and decreasing glucose production. The side effects with this medication include um, GI upset, nausea, vomiting, and diarrhea, and bloating or um, gas is what's felt. So a lot of GI symptoms, and for those of you that may have experienced taking this medication, you may have experienced some of these. There are multiple forms of the medication, immediate release and extended release. So sometimes um, patients that cannot tolerate the immediate release cannot tolerate the side effects from the immediate release may be able to take the extended release to help with some of the side effects. 
Some of the pros of this medication is that it is really affordable. It's generally covered by insurance and even if it's not then you can get it at you can get it without prescription you can get it with discount cards sometimes the pharmacy themselves have um excuse me have um discounts for that medication i know walmart offers it at a really affordable price another benefit is that it can help with some weight loss that can come with improving like hunger and insulin sensitivity which manages the blood sugar better so those are some benefits it is safe to take while pregnant so it can help prevent or treat gestational diabetes so those are some benefits of metformin and a few cons are that it's not well tolerated overall like some people cannot just get around the side effects even if continuing it for a few weeks and it's not really approved for PCOS, it's approved for diabetes. So those are some cons. The next medication we're going to talk about is birth control. And this is a really broad topic and I can do a whole different, um, you know, workshop webinar on birth control itself, which, you know, we may do down the road, but um, just to broadly talk about it, just brief introduction to it. So birth control basically works with shutting down the natural hormones that are being produced in her body by taking um, the synthetic ones in the pill or any form of birth control. It could be a pill or like an IUD. But one thing to remember is that it doesn't regulate your cycle, which sometimes people are told that the pill can help regulate the cycle, but it does not do that because you're not going through all the phases of a natural cycle and um, the bleeding that happens is not actually a period. It's called like a withdrawal bleed. And um, there are some benefits um, to having the withdrawal bleed. So for example, if someone is not getting their period for you know, with PCOS irregular periods, it could be extended out to 60 or 90 days. So if somebody's not getting their period for more than 90 days, the lining of the uterus builds up and all the lining and cells that are continuously dividing there can cause, increase your risk of ovarian cancer. So it is sometimes necessary to induce like a withdrawal bleed to help prevent the risk of ovarian cancer. Another thing is that, you know, if you are sexually active, then the birth control does help with protecting against unwanted pregnancies. And oh, a common misconception is that because you have PCOS, you can't get pregnant. And so sometimes people don't practice safe sex and can end up having unwanted pregnancies. So just because you have PCOS doesn't mean that, you know, you don't need to use um, protection if you don't want to have a baby. So just remember that. So that is a benefit that, you know, if you want to treat some of the PCOS symptoms and you're sexually active, then, you know, birth control can help with that. Living with PCOS has been a lonely experience for me. I've felt even more alone around the holidays. Although the holidays can be full of fun and special memories, 
they've also been filled with anxiety about comments people may make about my weight when I'm planning to have kids or any of my other PCOS symptoms. The holidays have been a stressful time with travel, food at holiday parties, and just being out of my usual routine, which manages my PCOS. Over the years, I've learned how to get through the holidays while being in control of my PCOS. Now, you don't have to go through this upcoming holiday season alone or stressed. I am launching a PCOS holistic healing community in October 2023. Inside the community, you can connect with like-minded individuals who also want to prioritize taking control of their PCOS, monthly educational sessions followed by Q&As, participate in guest expert interviews, and have one-to-one coaching support from me. Submit your information via the Google form linked in the description to learn more and save your spot inside this exclusive community. Now, back to the episode. And um, the way that the birth control works is with the synthetic hormones that are being taken, it can help decrease testosterone levels and so symptoms like acne and hair loss can improve. But um, yeah, so those symptoms can improve, but once again, this doesn't actually treat PCOS, it's just for symptom management. And there's nothing wrong with taking birth control if you want to manage your symptoms as long as you know why you're taking it and you're making an educated decision knowing that you know you're not getting a real period and it's not regulating your cycle but it is helping manage some symptoms and you can use that while you make lifestyle changes if you choose to take birth control and you don't make any lifestyle changes then most likely the way your cycle was before you started is how your cycle is going to be once you come off of the birth control so if it was irregular or you were missing periods for three months six months at a time then um, if those reasons are not addressed then most likely you will still have irregular cycles once you come off of birth control so it is important to remember that and your symptoms if you have things like acne or hair loss those will come back as well One of the other benefits of taking birth control is that it could help with painful periods. If somebody is having painful periods, it could help with that. Because um, painful periods can be caused from things like high levels of estrogen. So once you take birth control, it kind of stops the production of the natural hormones and gives you man-made hormones. So that's why um, it can help with period pain. And you know, that's an individual decision on how bad your period pain is and if you choose to take birth control for that. So some of the cons of taking birth control is that most birth controls don't allow you to ovulate and ovulation is necessary for having a baby. And so that's why birth control prevents ovulation so you don't have a baby. But there are many benefits of ovulating even if you don't want to get pregnant. and Ovulation is necessary for just overall well-being of your physical health. It, um, ovulation helps with bone health, tissue, breast tissue, thyroid function, immune health, as well as decreasing inflammation in the body. So that's why there are many benefits of ovulating and certain IUDs can still allow you to ovulate 
So there are different options depending on what you're looking for in terms of managing PCOS and ovulation based on your symptoms and whether you want to take a pill or use a device. Um, okay, and then one of the other cons is what I mentioned that, you know, if you don't make lifestyle changes that most likely you will still have the same symptoms that you had before you started birth control. And the third medication that I'm going to talk about today is spironolactone. So spironolactone is um, in a class of drugs called aldosterone receptor blockers, also known as uh, diabetic antihypertensive, which means it lowers blood pressure. And it is used to lower blood pressure and it releases excess fluid in patients that have heart failure and elevated blood pressure. But the way that it works with PCOS is it blocks, so androgen receptor blocker, and testosterone is a type of hormone that's classified as an androgen, also known as male hormones. And the way that this drug works is it prevents the excess testosterone from binding to receptors in the body. And these receptors are responsible, like if the testosterone binds to the receptor, then it causes things like hair loss, um, and acne, and so that's why spironolactone is commonly prescribed for patients that are struggling with acne related to PCOS. Some side effects of this medication can be things like breast tenderness, dehydration because of the excess fluid release. Um, well, it's not necessarily always excess if it's not used for things like um, heart failure. So. That's why it can cause dehydration if um, you're not keeping up with your hydration. It can cause dizziness, headaches, nausea, vomiting, and diarrhea as well. And some of the pros of the medication is it can help with improving your symptoms, but similarly to birth control, if you are not managing it with lifestyle changes, then you will have the symptoms once you come off of the um, spironolactone as well. So it's important that, you know, regardless of any of the medications you take, decide for yourself if you are going to be implementing lifestyle changes and if you have time in time in the future that you want to come off of the medication. Um, another con of this medication is that it causes birth defects, so it's not safe to use when trying to conceive. And so if you are planning to have kids in the future and want to have kids, then and if you are taking spironolactone, you know, you should be thinking about a plan to come off of that medication, you know, at least six months to a year before you want to conceive. And that's just so you know, you know, how that's just so you know how your period is before you come off. I mean, after you come off and before you really are ready to conceive and, um, because it decreases the testosterone, it can also help with regulating your cycle, sort of. But if you are on birth control, you're not really going to know that. Um, but yeah, so basically, it's not safe to take in pregnancy and you should consider wanting to come off of it and, you know, what lifestyle ch changes you're going to make in that time when you do come off of it. Um, or right before you come off of it. 
So those are basically the top three medication, prescription medications that are used to help with symptoms related to having PCOS. And thank you so much. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on the podcast so it can reach other listeners that need support with their PCOS. If you're watching on YouTube, please like, comment, and subscribe. I would love to connect with you. Send me a DM on Instagram or TikTok at pcos.holistic.coach. Until next time, thank you so much for tuning in.